there's probably a fine line there, right, between sort of <laughs> being driven by genuine personal ambition that comes from a very good place and sort of another the other side of that line where sort of the the negative side or representation of ego sort of runs amok slightly and we tend into slightly sort of narcissistic traits traits perhaps like what's what what's your thoughts on that what did you learn through the process of of the interviews you conducted for for creating the book I have to put a parenthetical uh, thought around the statement, which is um, that statement is true when the ambition of the leader in charge is to make positive long-term change to culture and society. So I think it's exactly right, which is passion and ego unchecked in the direction of trying to do negative things to society and that are short-term oriented um, have consequences uh, that are not so great, not just for the moment, but for generations to come. Whereas the leaders that we tend to celebrate in the stories we tend to write about are inspired by the ones who are trying to make positive long-term change to culture and society. I- I'll give a lovely example. There's a brand that we talk about called Taylor Guitars. Taylor Guitars is a brand that's coming up on being 50 years old, a similar in age to Patagonia. The co-founders always ask themselves the following question when they make choices and decisions. They ask themselves, in 10 years' time, will we be happy that we made this choice? And if the answer is yes, they're prepared to do hard things today to get to a better outcome 10 years from now. It's not always the most popular choice, at least at the moment. And it's certainly not always the easiest choice. There are business consequences and emotional realities. But the outcome is you have um, not quite an upstart, but a newer brand like Taylor Guitars that not only rivals, but is leading brands like Martin Guitars that, have, that are exceptional, that have been around for a long time, but have been recently surpassed by brands like Taylor. And the way they do it is they always remind themselves that even though they are a more youthful company, you know, not quite, not 100 years old, they want to have the kind of impact that means they will be in business in a hundred years and so on. They did something really interesting too. They recently made it an employee owned company. And that came from how the co-founders looked at succession planning. So what they could have done, for example, is they could have cashed out in the moment, taken their very successful brand, sold it to the highest bidder and lived very nice lives for themselves. And who knows what would have happened to Taylor Guitars. But what they observed from like competitors is the highest bidder would come along. They would keep the famous brand name. They would take costs out of the manufacturing process and effectively try to produce the same thing repetitively at a lower cost, not improving the brand experience, but making it inferior. Mm. And while they could have cashed out and made more money for the moment, it was more important to them to have a vital Taylor guitars that would live on forever. And they couldn't think of a better not just caretaker, but co-owner, co-author, co-leader of the brand's future than their employees who shared their values. Yeah, And that is not a common gesture from an organization, but it shows you the extent to which when you care deeply and you're willing to buck the trends and move according to your own philosophy, values, and beliefs, how you can not only create something exceptional in the world, but sustain it over time. 